0: And listen to as many episodes as you can it always helps us out And tell a friend too, that'd be nice Enjoy the show
1: This is Nick Stevens from the 90's Entertainment Show And you are listening to Two Dudes in an S Or is it Two Dudes in an NES I don't know,
0: whatever it is, you're listening to it Hey, Justin.
1: What's up, man? I haven't seen you in forever. I know. It's been so long. Like a, over a month? <laughs> it's like a, like a month. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. hmm I'm sure we lost probably half our listeners in that month, you know? Oh, yeah. They're done with us.
2: Well, that's unacceptable. That's like, why I'm here, to get it, this thing back on track.
1: Right. Again, yeah. Again, we had to bring John in to get us back on track. If you recall, last time, we took a break. John came in, trained <laughs> us up so we could get back on track. Right. We brought him in again.
2: I'm the special right. guest star to uh, help get things on
1: track. Right. Every time right. we take a break, John's always there to say, to hey, stop taking a break. Right. I'm the exactly. Apollo
2: Creed in Rocky Three. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Except I <they> don't die. <laughs> <laughs> can I be Dolph Lundgren? Oh, what? man.
3: If I can, <laughs> T, I can be Mr. T. I'm
2: be
1: Mr. T. <laughs> All right. So who's Rocky? Yeah, it uh, yeah, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't We'll address no, that we- on our
0: Rocky podcast.
1: <laughs> Nobody wants to be Rocky. We just want to be the bad guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either the bad guys or the black guy. Yeah, <laughs> racist. <laughs> <A little>
3: racist.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so we do have a special guest it's john as mm-hmm. you as per uh our post break guest is john right so john do you have anything you'd like to shout out just happy to be here thanks to the two dudes in the nest for having me on and uh putting up with my shenanigans sweet sweet well, we like shenanigans right. right uh and also i feel bad justin because every time we do our show mm-hmm. we never shout out the retro junkies you know We always just say, hey, um, we're Two Dudes in an S, and we're the only show in the world. Yeah. So, I'd like to just take a moment, at the beginning of the show here, to tell people to look up The Retro Junkies. It's a podcast network, has lots of good shows. If I tried to call them all out, I would get lost, but uh, just a couple who have given us mentions Uh, recently, I would say the... Uh, retro Obscura show and Atari Twenty Six Hundred and Atari Seven Thousand Eight Hundred game, both game by game podcast. Something like a Genesis Genesis gems Genesis Gimes, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, those guys are like that. Yeah, they're in there too. Anyways, <laughs> so retro junkies, go check them out. So anyway, yeah, Super Mario Bros. Two. Love this game. Do you have history about this game? Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. I do have history about this game, and it's history in a special format. It's a quiz game. Special format. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh quiz game! Quiz game.
2: All right. So we need—do we need buzzers?
1: Okay, Mike, explain to John the buzzer how this works. The buzzer is your name. Okay your name is your buzzer so your name is john you say john that's your buzzer my name sure. is michael but i'm going with mike to be competitive since what if i accidentally say mike then i get to answer to ah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say <laughs> <laughs> John. wait can i can... <laughs> hey wait yeah new rule to the game i think i know where you're going here if you think i don't know the answer you can say mike and force me to try to answer ah, yes Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's a good that's a good strategy that would only work if we had if we had nega points. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We'd have to design see this. In, this
2: so.
1: Yeah, I see this increasing in complexity really quickly. Yeah. Well, this is the yeah. crew who invented melon. That is true. Which I don't know if we've ever described that on the show, but that's for another show. I think we have. We've talked in three it. words. It's full contact wiffle ball. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, three. Four, that's four. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's. Is it? Wiffle ball is one word. Hyphen yeah.
2: Okay. Mm, i have always... Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Quiz time. Alright, quiz
1: time. When released in Japan, the American Super Mario Bros. 2 was called what? A. Mike. Mike? Mike! Mike? What? Doki Doki Panic. No. So... Do you want the Japanese name? Yes. No. <laughs> I don't know. You so I think you're, I think you're confusing something. We'll discuss later. But John, here's your choices. A Super Mario Super Mario USA. B Dream Mario. Uh, C Bizarro, Poorly Mario. worded question. D Team Mario. Poorly worded question. John. 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 <laughs> A. Yes. So, Mike, you obviously thought yep. that we were going for the original. But, uh... But... I guess it, it should have been worded when the... U, I mean, I did say the American version, so... I don't think you did.
0: You just Rotate. said when Super Mario Brothers 2 was released in Japan. I'm no,
1: pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, John heard it. So... Uh, yeah, of course, John heard it. He got the answer. right. Go ahead. All moving right. on. Moving Let's on. Just so, just so, we'll go back and edit him saying the question. It's going to sound really weird. It's going to be like when American Super Mario Brothers Two. Was <laughs> anyway, I'm winning. Win nothing. So the original Super Mario Brothers Two, released in Japan, was not was decidedly not to be released in the U.S. What system was it eventually released for? A the NES Mike B what what Mike 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 Mike? listening Super Nintendo yes Super Nintendo Super Nintendo yep as what was the title uh Super Mario All-Stars yeah was Lost Levels was the the game well Lost Levels yeah but it was in the All-Stars collection Mm -hmm. you don't get a bonus point for that
2: You, you didn't
1: So the original Super Mario Bros. 2 was Lost Levels that didn't get released in the U.S. because they decided that it was too difficult and they wanted the Mario game to not be that difficult. So, did you ever think Lost Levels was really difficult? It was fairly difficult. Yeah. It's, like, impossible. Yeah. (laughs) So It's really hard. And by like impossible, I mean it is impossible. Yeah. Um, They didn't want... uh, it to be they didn't want people to get frustrated with the Mario franchise for a difficult game so that's why they just didn't release it alright the
2: original design which is funny when you think it, which is funny when you think about it because like all NES games are impossible <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no not all of them but a large majority of them are
1: they're, yeah they're difficult I would say more difficult than today's game 3. The third question. The original design of the game by Kinsuka Tanabe had what unique feature? Is it A. Vertical ascension, B. Descending gameplay, C. Fight sequences, D. Hangman like uh, bonus levels? John. Mm hmm. John. A. It is A. Vertical Ascension. The hey, can I ask of- something? Can you clarify the question? Was Are we talking about the original version of this game or the original version of Super Mario Brothers 2 before it was released uh, in Japan or America? This quiz game is confusing me. Well, this, and I probably should have uh, clarified that. This is talking about the original design for after, not lost levels, but the original design after that. Okay. okay. I don't want to say so, anything because moving. that's the next question the, the original design came to be what Famicom game is it A Azuruta no Desensu B Adian no Su <laughs> C Yume Kojo Doki Doki Panic Mike D I'm assuming it's C yeah, it's C. C. Right. So see the the previous question should have came I feel like John kinda let me have that question. Well, that was, <laughs> the previous the previous question I, I guess should have came after that question, which would have made more sense. So I apologize for that. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. We're all at two I was, two.
2: I was wait yeah. <laughs> I was waiting trying. for like the trick like for like some sort of trick answer. Yeah.
1: Okay, well the next three questions won't be that bad. Alright.
2: Okay, alright.
1: So, fine. Doki Doki is a Japanese onomatopoeia for what? A, the sound of fluttering legs. Hmm. B, the sound of a mouse squeaking. (laughs) I hope so. C, the sound of a quickly beating heart. D, the sound of music. John. John? I'll say C. It is C, the sound of a quickly beating heart. Doki Doki. Hmm. It's kind of like Pac-Man. Was Pac-Man was... Paku this... Paku Man is the sound of eating. Right. Buckle buckle. Right. Cool. So, so it's like... Doki 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 you know, I figured like... Your heart,
2: panic... It seemed like it sort of went together.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, this quiz game is a disaster. Um... <laughs> no, it's not. I'm winning. <laughs> okay. Question six. So there's seven questions, and John could actually win with this one. Uh, Six. How many copies of Super Mario. I'm cutting his mic off. How many copies of Super Mario Bros. 2 were sold? Is it A. 5 million, B. 10 million, C. 15 million, or D. 3 million? John. John? C. Nope. Can I get further clarification? Is this only all for NES, or is this, this is, across the board for all systems? Is this? This is only NES. This is the the, the game that we play. To okay, I want to say five million. Okay, so nobody takes that point. It was ten million. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> nobody gets that one. Okay.
1: Okay, so if John gets this next question. Where nobody gets this next question, John wins. If Mike gets this, we're gonna have to go to some kind of bonus level. So, let's see what happens. Well, (laughs) John is actually live in house with me, so I'm thinking we just duke it out. Potato (laughs) sacris? Yes. Potato sacris, yes. Okay. Um Alright, Nintendo Power ranked it on what? On the greatest NES games of all time. Is it a eight? Is it B, 10th? Is it C, 23rd? Or D, 33rd? Mike. Mike? Right. Mike. I'm going to go 23rd. You would be incorrect. All right, John. Oh. It looks like you've won. Because even if you miss this, you win. Don't but. rub salt in the wound. Miss oh. this question. I, but. I'll say 10th. That was one of the oh, choices. I was right? close. Tenth? Yeah, but it was ranked 8th. So... Eight oh. all time. yeah. We might get into a little bit of uh, issue for me, but uh, with that ranking later in the show, but Well, it was ranked, let's, we'll just, say we'll let's just say this. Let's just say this. It was ranked 8th by Nintendo Power. Of course, Nintendo's not going to not rank Mario high. Let's just say that. I got you. So. I'm just not paying attention to the questions in this show because for some reason I heard you say IGN. Oh gosh! Excuses, <laughs> so, excuses. He's just—he's just mad because he usually wins, and he's lost. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think my total record is still in the win column. So, yeah. and I did beat John at punch up, at the punch out quiz. So, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm one and one overall. That's All okay. Right. All right. So, Mike, did you have this game? I've got a feeling you just had this game. Michael's quest to find the cart. Yeah, uh, I got this one when I was a kid, and I don't remember when I got it. See, the thing is, I don't have a good memory of when or how I got the games as a kid. As when I was a kid, I just remember, oh, I had it. I got it as a kid, you know. Which kind of mm-hmm. stinks because I like having a story with my games. But with this game, I don't really have a story. I do. I did make my own custom case for it, so there's oh, really? that. Sweet so Classy. I've got a, I've got a little bit of a story I used to uh, rent this game repetitively from the trailer from the rental trailer place and eventually my parents just got it for me because I rented it so many times <laughs> so they just they just got it for you yeah they, they figured they'd save money that way right <laughs> uh, I remember renting this game constantly I love this game for some reason as a as a as a kid and I can specifically remember that you know my dad played Super Mario Brothers the the original and he played three but he hated this one so uh, we'll talk more about stuff like that in the gameplay now I did want to say I was digging I was digging through some of my old Nintendo games and I found two interesting things one I found the manual to this game the original manual and sweet B, I, well, two. I said one, so two. Um, I'm <laughs> <out>. <laughs> one, B, whatever. Uh, uh, and the second thing I found was a <laughs> old receipt from Pickaflick for a couple of games. So. Pickaflick! Really? Really? I remember awesome. Pickaflick. Yeah, so. You better keep that. Oh, yeah. Definitely keep that. That'll be that'll be worth something. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's got it's got a lot of nostalgia to it. Right. Hey, you mentioned that your parents eventually bought you the game because you rented it so much at the rental store. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, I said it would save them money that way, but then no, because I, if I remember back when I was a kid, if I ran a game a lot, and then my parents maybe eventually bought it for me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all. That's all good. But I still wanted to go like every weekend to rent a game. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, So they didn't really meant, save any money. You just <laughs> mentioned
2: you were running a different game. Yeah, yeah. just
1: ran a different game. So, anyway, so, you want to All right. talk about right. gameplay? I do want to talk about the game, but first, can we mention one of our sponsors? Sure. We're almost done mentioning sponsors altogether because of, thankfully, for our from our Patreon people, which we'll mention at the end of the show. But we do have a few obligations we'd like to fulfill and some cool people we'd like to mention. And, and first, and let us say that. We don't dislike our sponsors. No, no, we <laughs> like them a lot.
2: Yeah, it's just that we might not need you anymore. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> and, we still like you. I mean, sponsors. You could become a you could become a Patreon person too if you if you just want to support the show without the sponsorship thing, which I don't know if you do. Not. Yeah. But anyways, G and T podcast. It's a film podcast. I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it at the end of the last show, at the very very end. So people may not have heard it. I hope they heard it. Otherwise, our sponsors may get mad at us. <laughs> but GNT podcast, it's cool. It's a film podcast. Um, I'm probably the only one of us three that's listened to it. Although you guys should because it's pretty funny. And then they do—I can't remember what the last thing they did. I think they were like going through the worst films of all time list at one point, point. and it was just funny. I don't know. Something. You know, people normally go through the like the t- best films lists and stuff. So it was—it was—it was funny that they were going through the worst. I would almost rather talk about the worst games. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. funny because, like, we talk about worst sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, those are always fun to talk and, about. And, John, how dare you with the Maiden Manhattan? Out? That movie is a national <laughs> oh. treasure. It's a national treasure. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Come how on. about <laughs> national treasure? Yeah. Oh, okay. That would, that would also lower the list. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with you on that one. Okay, so let's talk about the game. The game discussion. Okay, first of all, for all the people that are watching this live, which is probably none, I want to oh, show you this. one of them. We have one person. This is my old game pack case. We thought that was pretty cool. I found this the other day. Sweet. Oh, yeah. That's awesome.
2: I like that. Um, and I was going to show you this. Pick a flick receipt. It's big. Is that (laughs) one of the like dot matrix printers? Oh yeah, and you had to
1: tear off
0: the sides. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Now here's the thing. Here's what I rented on. Let's see. This is October sixteenth, nineteen ninety eight. NFL Blitz. WCW versus NWO. Uh And Indian (laughs) Indian (laughs) in the cupboard. No. Indian yeah. in the Cover oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> That was the rental from that date industry. So you watched Indian in the Cover While playing wrestling and football Yes, yes. And I like how you said wrestling. wrestling 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 and football So anyway Here we are Super Mario Bros. 2 Alright Would you like to read the story Behind Super Mario Bros. 2 Please do please Alright, one evening Story time One evening, Mario had a strange dream He dreamt of a long, long stairway leading up to a door As soon as the door opened, he was confronted with a world he had never seen before Spreading out as far as his eyes could see When he strained his ears to listen, he heard a faint voice saying Welcome to Subcon, the land of dreams We have been cursed by Wart And we are completely under his evil spell <laughs> we, I've been there it's, it's we have been awaiting your arrival please defeat Wart and return Subcon to its natural state the curse of Wart has put on you in the real world will not have any effect upon you here remember Wart hates vegetables please help us at the same time this was heard a bolt of lightning <laughs> flash before Mario's eyes Stunned, Mario lost his footing and tumbled upside down. He awoke with a start to find himself sitting up in his bed. To clear his head, Mario talked to Luigi, Toad, and Princess about the strange dream he had. They decide to go to a nearby mountain for a picnic. After arriving at the picnic area and looking at the scenery, they see a small cave nearby. (laughs)
4: Because that's what I do. (laughs) When I get stressed
1: out by my dreams, I go have a picnic. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. When, when, they, when they enter this cave To their great surprise There's a stairway leading up and up and up It ex- is exactly like The one Mario saw in his drink They all walk together up the stairs At the top They f- find a door Just like the one in Mario's dream When Mario and his friends in fear Open the door to their surprise The world he saw in his dream Spreads out before them so yeah so yeah we need to take a break here okay we need to talk about this yeah Yeah. so
2: is it just me or does wart sound like every five-year-old ever who hates (laughs) his vegetables i hate vegetables (laughs) i love how they must and 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 just like a five-year-old the only way to defeat them is by throwing vegetables at them (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: wait yes yes justin (laughs) has the most experience of trying to get get kids to eat vegetables probably uh, and you actually, just throw it at them, right? That's that's how that works. <laughs> actually, my daughter loves vegetables. Her favorite snack is carrots, which is weird because I don't really care for carrots. She just loves them. Huh. So. She's going to have like 18 20 vision. Yeah. yeah. No, wait a minute. A good idea there. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. You don't want her to have 18 20 vision? Isn't that bad? It'd be 2018 vision, right? Yeah, 2018. 2018. Whatever is it's it's it is. No. Yeah. So. Anyway. Sorry. I got things well,
2: backwards. I think if you lower that first number, it means you have like three eyes or something. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had not seen Leah in a while, so she may have that three eyes. That's do you, do I need so to explain two. those numbers yeah. to you? So all, to? Them, all them carrots. So. Which ones? What? I know what 2018 vision is. No, We don't have to, We don't have to get into vision. Okay, 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 okay. What I really want to talk about, what I really want to talk about is this story. Because when I was a kid, Mm-hmm. I was always under the assumption that Mario was in his dream the whole time and I wasn't you know and at the end you, you, you're supposed to get surprised that he's still in his dream or whatever mm-hmm. but now looking at it I see that he supposedly gets out of his dream and then yeah. and goes on a picnic and goes on a picnic and then, he play, and then he's in his dream again did Mario Brothers invent Inception before Inception even came out? I think so yes dream within a dream here?
2: yes that's what happened
1: yeah Exactly. But they
2: didn't but they didn't have Leonardo DiCaprio. Did they not?
1: Maybe not. <laughs> is Mario's Unless that's you know, that's Toad. <laughs> is Mario's top still spinning? Or is he did he get yeah. <laughs> still, I mean... is it still beside his bed spinning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: funny. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so I think Mario Super Mario two invented or at least inspired the movie Inception. Mm-hmm. Anticipated inception. Yeah, it's a dream within a dream. Yeah, Mario wakes up from one dream and is still in a dream. Hmm. At mm-hmm. the end, when he wakes up from his dream, is he in another dream? Ugh. That could know. explain the entire Mario universe. He's only ever actually like defeated Bowser once. Every no, day. he's actually just like a regular plumber. Yeah. <laughs> he just dreams. That's it. He's just a... He just dreams this all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, every Mario game is it's just another level into the dream, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And this one just happens to be really, really deep because it's really weird. Yeah. So let's let's imagine Mario though, here in this scenario. So he's 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 rescued Princess Peach from the first game, and he's had this weird dream, and he goes and has a picnic with princess you know who's clearly be saved he thinks you know that was a rough go around on the first mario and then he has to walk up these steps and he opens his door and he realizes he's gonna have to do all this over again what's his first thought
2: son it's probably just like oh and it's not just it's not just steps like he has to go into a cave Right. I mean, it's like he climbs up a mountain, goes into a cave, walks upstairs. I mean, I would be... You know, I would see the cave and just be like, you know what? I'm going back to the picnic. That's exactly no. right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? It's not like he has to save anybody, right? Yeah. The princess is already there with him. She doesn't need saving this time. Why does right. he even bother? Yeah, just turn I mean, around and it, go home. It, was the... Yeah. Was the dream that powerful? Or like, uh, it's like <laughs>
2: oh, this dream told me to go... No, you know what? It's just a dream. Not... <laughs> yeah. And <laughs>
1: the last time I checked, I don't, you know, in real life, I don't follow through with my dreams. You know? Like I had a dream the other night that that I was a, I was Ross Perot's a, like press secretary guy. Okay, you know, I didn't I didn't come out of that dream and, and call Ross up and be like, hey, hey, buddy, you want to make another run? Go at it. <laughs> okay, Ross Perot still
2: Going out for? I don't oh. know. Well, I mean, but I think the question is if you went out, if you decided just to have a picnic after the dream and Ross Perot showed up and said he needed a press secretary, would you be his press secretary? Touche. <laughs> I probably would. Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah. Okay, you want to keep going through the manual a little bit?
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. So,
1: this is just, you know, basic rules of the game. Tells you what jumps and all that. Uh,. And then it goes through every character. There's only two buttons, so. <laughs> it goes through every character, telling you what uh, uh, each character does. And, of course, Mario is just average, uh, it pretty much says. Luigi is the <laughs> best jumper. That's, but he, uh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, but it's not as sad as Toad, which they pretty much say Toad can't do anything. Um, and Princess. Which is
2: weird, because I always played as Toad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the only thing Well it does say Toad has the best lifting power And his his jumping does not change Regardless of if he's holding something So Whatever Alright One thing about this (laughs) interesting about this game Is In the opposite of Super Mario Brothers The original Super Mario Brothers And Super Mario Brothers 3 You start off as Big Mario And when you get hit You go to Small Mario Instead of starting off as small, you need to go big. Mm-hmm. So, for my, my question is mm-hmm. One of the that. many benefits of dreaming. You start yeah. off a lot bigger than you are. He's not dreaming, it's an interrupted picnic. Oh. No, but he is dreaming. But <laughs> at the end, he wakes up. It's, it's a dream. It's a dream within a dream, John. Don't you understand? <laughs> I'm still on the picnic. Okay. Which, no, here's my question about Mario in general. From not just this game, but for original Mario and Super Mario Bros. 3. Is, is Mario, is the real Mario small Mario and everything's just big and he needs to get up to size? Or is real Mario big and everything's just his size? Which one's real Mario? Big Mario or little Mario?
2: Well, it's like a philosophical course, That does so. sound philosophical. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's little Mario everything's just thing. a lot bigger than him. See, so, yeah, I think
1: he's Yeah. See, so, I think he's I think he's big, Mario. Hmm. And then he gets small. hmm See what I'm thinking though. You... See, I'm my thoughts are he eats a mushroom and gets bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he gets hit and he gets smaller. But if he gets hit when he gets, when he's small, he dies. John. Mm-hmm. If I were to hit you with some kind of instant death punch (laughs) with a goomba would you die (laughs) probably if if it's an instant death punch then (laughs) probably let's say you 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 eat a mushroom and it means you can take two instant death punches now is original John the pre mushroom John or the post mushroom John I don't know but you know I'm just thinking the real John is the pre mushroom John
2: the real John would be the big mushroom John because that's the John I'd want to be all the time
1: but you can't always be what you want to be. Well, I know. That's why I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not an astronaut
1: because I'm scared of space. Well, All I heard we is we may need to drug test John. Okay, John. He's on mushrooms. So so anyway, it uh, goes through, and then it tells you how to uh, do each thing. How to carry and throw things. Um... Let's go through here. It tells you what everything is. Mushroom block. Bomb. Um, oh, here we go. Go to subspace <laughs> with magic. <laughs> <Do-do-do-do>. <laughs> if you find a magic potion, try throwing it. When you do that, a door will appear. You'll enter the subspace if you press the top of the control pad while in front of the door. The grass in subspace will turn into coins. Until you use magic twice in that area. If you place a door in a certain place, there will be a heart that will increase your life meter. You're going in the subspace. So. Um, now was it?
2: Was there anybody else? I don't know if you guys did this. That uh, did you carry the potion around and try to find like secret things?
1: I didn't, but I know you can do that.
2: Yeah, yeah like I, think like I would carry the potion around the entire level and try to find stuff. <laughs> Which usually just ended up with me finding nothing. Yeah. But I always kind of assume there are secrets out there that you could find.
1: Well, yeah. I also... I would always just try to find the best, like, with the most grass. So that I could uh, get more coins. But none I never really like, look for secret things. And then uh, we get to our characters... And we have some of my favorite, some of the people's favorites is Shy Guy, of course. Ninji. Ninji 1 and Ninji 2. Um, Bezo. Let's see. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a funny name. <laughs> uh, Birdo might be my favorite name. Birdo.
2: Um, Which, okay, does the manual have the story on Birdo?
1: Birdo, he serves as a means of transportation in the world of dreams. Shy guys often ride on him. That's the story we got here. <laughs> that's the story of Birdo? Hey, wait a minute.
2: Birdo. I'm just, like, Birdo, like the dinosaur that spits eggs at you?
1: Oh, no, that's not Birdo. Ostro. That's Austro.
2: Uh,
1: oh, okay. Does it have the story on Ostro? Wait, yeah, really? That's Ostro? Like, yeah. like I always thought it was Birdo. I always thought it was Birdo, too. Yeah. Ostro. You You're go. blowing my mind right now, Justin. So, oh. here we go. You ready for this? This one's pretty funny. He thinks he is a girl, and he spits eggs from his mouth. He'd rather be called Burdetta. <laughs> okay, wait. So, Ostro <laughs> would rather be called Burdetta? Yeah. Yes. Apparently, he's a boy he thinks dresser. he's a girl. He's would rather be <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... This Birdo thinks to blow a mind. Wouldn't Birdo want to be called Birdetta? But he's Birdo. He's he's not not Birdo. But he's he's Ostro.
2: No, Ostro is Ostro, but he wants to be called Birdetto. Birdetta. Birdo is just Birdo.
1: And he's fine with being called Birdo. Yeah, because he's not
2: the one dressing up like a girl.
1: Gotcha. What's interesting is Birdo is an ostrich. And Ostro... Well, I don't know what Ostro is, but shouldn't Birdo be called Ostro? I don't know. You would think. You would think, yeah, yeah. Serious
2: confusion here.
1: Oh boy. Yeah, this this could be a whole podcast in itself. So, oh. How about uh, uh, wart? <laughs> yeah. Wart is the we'll most. We'll mis- bring that up on testicle talk. <laughs> you know he's editing that part of the out for uh, the main podcast. So you say testicle <laughs> talk, and nobody's gonna know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Go to the YouTube and watch it. Unless we put that, to, I take it actually Justin put all the testicle talk at the end of the podcast so that if anybody wants to stick around for testicle talk (laughs) yeah
2: stick around stay after this episode (laughs) for for testicle testicle
1: talk yeah alright how about Wart Wart he is the most mischievous of all in the world of dreams he created monsters by playing with the dream machine alright
2: wasn't that an 80's like new Wave band (laughs) the dream machine that's Tr- a perfect name for an 80s. New Is, I
1: think that's uh, Who's that guy? The guy that's really good at guitar? John... What's his last name? Starts with a P. John... Petrucci? Petrucci. That's his band's name. The Dream Machine. Petrucci? That's his band's name. Dream Machine. I think it's Dream Theater. Ah, oh, shoot. Are Isn't it sh- Dream Theater? I thought it was Dream Machine, but you, you might be right. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, Okay, now we're go- going into prog metal talk, Yes, with... <laughs> It is Dream Theater. Uh, I, I know some of my prog metal, all right? <laughs> okay. All right. So, who... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I, I, are, are we done with the manual? Yeah, we're done Because I have a
0: question if we're done with the manual.
1: We're done with the manual. Have you beat the game? Have you guys beat the game before in the past? I have never beat this game. Yes, I have beat the game. I think... I don't think I have personally beat it, but I recall, John, you and I went through every Mario game a long time ago. Yes. I think that's when we beat it. But I don't think I personally beat it. I think I watched you beat it. Yeah, I I beat it. If I remember correctly, I think you got... uh...
2: Either frustrated or bored or something, and kind of let me let me carry on with Mario Two, and then we were also playing Mario Three at the same time.
0: Yeah, I. Spoiler alert:
1: I'm not a big fan of this game, and I got bored with it. <laughs> That's and a, I get easily bored with it. It's,
2: I was I kind of got frustrated at some points, but I was committed, so I beat it. I'm glad mm. you
1: did because we wanted to beat every Mario game. That was a, that was kind of a quest, and uh, so I'm glad yeah. you stepped in. Took it the brains there, you know, made it happen. But for me, it's just there's something about this game that just doesn't feel right. And I, it could be partly because it's, it's just such a departure from Mario, that the typical Mario, you know, mm-hmm. that it's just something's not right for me. I mean, you're throwing things instead of, instead of jumping on people, and then the physics feel off. They don't feel like they're the same either. See, I feel, I feel like this game there's like is a little more exploration
2: than what you do in Mario One. Well, Mario One especially because you can't go backwards. Right. Um, but even more so than like Mario Three because Mario Three there's a timer, so you're kind of shooting for the end goal. There's a uh, you know, there's coins and like a score that rings up. Mario Two just feels like you're kind of walking around until you get to the end.
1: Yeah, I mean this game, this game is awesome. I, I mean it's just. I really think I would have loved it if it didn't have Mario characters in it. Because it's, it's throwing me off. You know, mm-hmm. It just blows my mind. And I understand that back in the day when it first came out, you only had Mario 1. And then you have Mario 2 here. So it's not that much of a departure because you don't have the... It's kind of like when we, what we talked about with Zelda. Whenever we talk about Zelda 2, Justin. Because right. you didn't have this, this set way of doing things. You, so it's not... I mean, even though it's a stark contrast to the first game... Maybe it makes sense it because you, you don't have that. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: maybe it's you know maybe it's unfair to compare it to Mario three, but we should really only compare it with Mario one. Okay. Well, then in that that's, case,
1: that's, Mario one is way way better. Well, yeah,
2: I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I mean it's but I mean it's like if you're thinking like in terms of when it came out, you know, you couldn't compare it to Mario three yeah. because Mario three hadn't come out yet. Yeah, I
1: know, I know. I, well, I'm 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 one of the strange people that's in the camp of Mario one's better than two or three because I know most people think Mario 3 is the best, but I'm an oddball person that likes Mario 1 better than both of them. But that's neither here nor there, I just think. I just think this game is just weird. It's good, it's just weird, and it kind of bores me. I think the throwing mechanics is just kind of boring. And so the levels are a little long for that. And I understand the exploration thing, too, which is cool. I like the... I like the potion and doorway mechanic, where you can find like secret spots. Where you, if you throw the potion down in the perfect spot, you go to a secret place and stuff. I think that's really cool. I just I can't get into it. I don't know why. I think for me, this was probably I loved this game as a kid, and then as soon as Super Mario Bros. Three came out, I immediately forgot about it. I think that, um, and I never really, I just kind of just, like I said, pushed it to the side. You know, Mario Three was so much better in my opinion, and. It's not to say that this was a bad game, but it's... Of those three, it's definitely my third favorite. But that doesn't mean that... It's definitely in third, but it doesn't mean that it's bad. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I still loved it. And I still yeah. like it today. I mean, playing it this past week, like I really I really still enjoy it. I don't... I, I don't really agree with Michael on oh, yeah. the boring part. I don't get bored with it. But, you know, it is a little long. Um... Uh, so,
2: well, I feel like this kind of leads into the, the next thing we're talking about, with like the graphics, the sound the music, and everything. Um, the graphics were obviously a huge step up from one. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: they definitely, the graphics were definitely way better than they were right. in the first game, especially the backgrounds and stuff. Yeah,
2: and that was really fun. Um, and I think across the board, Mario 1, 2, and 3, the music was excellent. And I think the music, especially in
1: 2. Was excellent. The music in this game is—that's the shining light for me. I could, even if I didn't play the game, I could watch somebody play it, or I could be doing something else while somebody's playing it in the background, just because I love the music of this game. Like if John—if yeah. I wanted to podcast with you, Justin, and I invite John over to play Mario Two in the background, that's all—that's all—that's all gravy for me, because I love, <laughs> I love the sound, uh, the the music in this game, and I love how they kind of take. Um, you kind of hear some of the songs that you eventually hear in three, and you kind of hear some some certain callbacks, to, callbacks one. to one but it all sounds just a little bit different almost like a dream version of, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. of the songs so I don't know I, the music is the music is just exceptional
2: so and I want to say I could be wrong and I'm sure somebody can jump in and correct me but I want to say the sprite for Mario is almost identical to the one for three
1: I, wanna, I think they it's pretty close I Yeah, can't, I mean uh, it's yeah, it's really close. I'm, I can't picture it perfectly right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's. If it's not I mean, the it's, uh, same, it's not a. It's not far. If it's a- different. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not very far. Uh... Yeah, it's definitely close. I'm looking at a picture no. now. It's very close. So they, Super Mario Brothers Two is definitely a excellent stepping stone graphically between mm-hmm. one and three and you said in justin from your quiz earlier i mean this is where they
2: have was at the uh vertical ascension mm-hmm. yeah that's part of the gameplay
1: yeah which was originally part of that the original game that doki doki panic but they they still kept the same engine to make this game so that's kind of how they how it got left in there but going back on the music I just got to say, Koji Kondo, who did this music, the, the game's music, probably one of the most influential Nintendo composers there was. I mean, he did all three Super Mario Brothers. He did the Legend of Zelda games. Um, he didn't do two. We talked about that on the podcast. But, uh, I mean, just some of the more famous music for Nintendo was created by Koji Kondo. Yeah, and let's yeah. not let's not beat around the bush here. Doki Doki Panic was made by Shigeru Miyamoto mm-hmm. and and the team mm-hmm. that makes Mario games. So it's yeah. not like, oh yeah, it's not like it's it was made by a chump team <laughs> and then they said, well, let's just throw some Mario characters in there. No, yeah, this yeah. game was made by the team that makes the Mario games. So it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's an excellent game, right? Well, that's I, solid.
2: I it's, <laughs> well, that's uh. So is it fun? Is it worth it? I
1: don't know. How much does it go for, Justin? Do you know? uh used getting online prices yeah price. used starting at 18 uh new in box uh 300 which I mean that's going to be a collectible but uh
0: Whoa. yeah but uh i think definitely So you said
1: for, 18 for just like a regular used copy? Yeah. I think definitely worth 20 bucks for me. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'd say that. I I just personally have to mask my eyes from the fact that it's a Mario game. I think. <laughs> I think should get, it, we
2: should get your Doki Doki then. Yeah,
1: I think if somebody were to give me the Doki Doki Panic game and I were mm-hmm. to play it, I don't know what the characters are in that game. I think they're like, um, like Arab people or something. <laughs> I don't racist. know, Middle Middle Easterners. <laughs> I think that's what they are, John. I'm not racist. I think that's what they are. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, that's So, nice. if you were to give me Doki Doki Bank, I would probably like that better than this game, just because I'm not thrown off by the Mario aspect. Yeah. I don't know. I hmm. I still... But I think, think that's it. worth it. $20 yeah. for... Yeah, I think it's worth it, too. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So, what was... So, there? that's... Uh, I think we've talked a decent amount about the game. Yeah. So, uh, you want to do some retrofitted trophies? Yeah. Are you there? I do want to do some retrofitted trophies. But first... <laughs> a word from our sponsors. A word from... Well, a word about our sponsors.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, I've mentioned these guys a couple times, and this may be the last, uh, little sponsorship of these guys, but the Idle Man podcast slash clothing place. If you're into, like, super hip clothing, which i personally am not because i can't afford all this super awesome hip clothing but if you are into it the idol man is a cool place to go and what i like about what they do is they 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 market their clothing but they also do um like a podcast and they're on soundcloud and they talk about music which i guess kind of matches up music and clothing we all know kind of go hand in hand can you have musical clothing I don't know. We need to talk to the Idol Man and we find need, out if they can do musical clothing. Let's for us. ask
2: the Idol Man if they can do something on musical clothing. Like, as you
1: walk, your pants are like.
2: I think I would We would be, be done with
1: that. And if you run, it's like a metal song. It's like. <laughs> but if you're just walking slow, maybe it's like a somber tune. That's out. Get the Idol Man. Let's get the Idol Man on the phone and let's. Let's get talking with them. We need to patent this idea stat, because I think this is a novel idea. I think they would be into that. Yeah. All right. Especially if it's hip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But check mm-hmm. out the Idol Man if you like cool clothing, and I mean if you like if you like electronic music, that's that's a lot of what they they talk about. So I, I I'd like to dabble in some some oops, electronic oops, music oops, here and
3: there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. Quick. I'm
2: going yes. to tell you something after the podcast about uh, a synthesizer online.
1: An online synthesizer?
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a virtual synthesizer.
1: So it's like uh... double, double <laughs> electronic. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay. All right. Retrofitted trophies. Retrofitted trophies. Do you have any, Justin? I do. John, did you bring your name? Did you say to you or I do? You? <laughs> yeah. Yes, no? Maybe? Where
2: are we at? And and I'd like to I'd like to award the Girl Power Trophy to Princess Peach for a strong debut showing. You know, one of the, I think one of the last times we'd seen her was in Donkey Kong, and she's just kind of captured by Donkey Kong standing on top of a building.
1: Well, John, I'm going to I'm going to <laughs> Uh-oh. stop you there Uh-oh. because our <laughs> listeners, our D-padders are going to get angry with you. Oh. That is not Princess Peach in Donkey Kong. That is Pauline, oh, well, Mario's girlfriend at the time. Well, I apologize, but okay. well,
2: she still gets the girl power trophy for taking an active role in the game, and you know, can be your main hero all the way through. Yeah. So, the Girl Power yeah. trophy goes like to with Girl
0: Power.
1: I like it. And now, Ostro is very angry, because he really wanted that trophy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he really sorry. wanted the Girl Power trophy. <laughs>
2: sorry, Ostro, <laughs> Birdo, Birdetta. We didn't even talk about the fact
1: is. that if you're jumping on eggs that are flying and picking them up and throwing them at Ostro.
2: That that makes me feel weird feelings, yeah. so
1: I don't... <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know... I do engineering stuff, which has deals a lot with physics, mm-hmm. and I have no idea how that math would work—the
2: <laughs> math of standing on an egg that's flying. You're riding
1: the egg, then picking up the egg. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I just—it it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's blowing my mind. Okay. Right. Anyways, good. Okay. All right, I got one. I've
0: got six. I've got six, by the way.
1: Oh man! My trophies. <laughs> so.
2: So we're gonna be here a while.
1: No, no, four of them
0: I can run through quick because they're all tied together.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go with boom goes the dynamite, and that is kill five enemies with a pow block.
2: Oh, mm. now you can you can you get that one right off the bat in one one the first time you see a pow block? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, if
1: you can get, if you can gather five enemies
2: yeah. around you, you. But I'm trying to, like know. I
1: think right there when you pick it up,
2: there's five guys. Maybe yeah. is it four or five? I can't remember.
0: I don't know. I can't remember.
1: Okay, I've got I've got one called Little Nemo? Question mark. And that is beat the game without dying. Because oh. then you're the Dream Master. Oh, yeah. All right, I like that one. John, you got any more?
2: Give me a couple seconds, I might
1: think. Okay, well one. then here here comes another one for me. It's called Over Easy, and that is beat Birdo. Or not, Berto. Austria. Beretta. 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 Okay. Burnett. Over easy. How about? Um, yes, we all wear masks, and that is still the key <laughs> from Phanto and unlock the door. So there's nice. several occasions where you can do that. But.
2: I love love the reference. Mm-hmm. So another another uh, retro trope would be the magic carpet ride. Ooh. So uh, steal a carpet.
1: And hitch a ride. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, that's nice. Uh, do you want me to? I, I've got four that all go together. So whenever you're ready for me to give you my last four, I will. Just, just go ahead and do it. Just go ahead and do it. Okay. These are tied. I, I decided to give each of the give a trophy to beating the game as each character, but I wanted to put them in Olympic event format. <laughs> so the triathlon trophy is beat the game. As Mario, because he's an all arounder. The high jump trophy, beat the game as Luigi. The long jump trophy, beat the game as Peach. And can anyone guess what the toad trophy is? Shot put. No. Well, that's a good one though. <laughs> I don't know what. Weightlifting. Weightlifting. Oh, Weightlifting. Yeah, Weightlifting. Yeah. Nice. So
2: the uh, the trophy I had for beating the game is the Blistex trophy. For beating wart, <laughs> <laughs> I was going along that
1: lines. So I was gonna make one that was the duct tape uh, trophy, which apparently, uh, Michael, I think you know this. My uh, duct tape is kind of a home remedy for warts. So. I actually got rid of my. I had some warts about when was it, John? Like whenever I was living with you, it was like six years ago or something. And mm-hmm. I actually had some, and I put duct tape on them, and within like a couple months, yeah, two or three months, I got them to go away. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Any of our listeners. work podcast uh you got your work take care of them just uh (laughs) we will send you a roll of duct tape we will send you a roll of duct tape and a pumice stone and we'll you'll knock them right out yeah oh boy okay how about a rating we'll
2: put that section on
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay game rating
0: game rating
1: how are we going to rate it hmm Type of wart? <laughs> I don't th- are there different yeah. types? Of oh, there's no, 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 no. Let's
0: let's not go there. Let's yeah. not go there, please. Um, our,
1: some of our listeners may be eating dinner.
2: Right. I give this game eight out of not eight out of ten onions.
1: <laughs> what about? Okay, how about a like? yeah a vegetable? A vegetable yeah. that would be perfect. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Man, mm. I, I, I've got mine right off the bat, but because of John, I'm going to give it an onion. Okay. And my reasoning is because I don't like onions, but a lot, a lot of people do. And I think that's pretty much the case with this game. I don't, I mean, I like it okay, but I don't really like it. But a ton of people love this game, so it's, it's an onion to me. <laughs> okay. I like that. What's,
2: what's your rating, Justin?
1: Hmm. I'm going to go with a radish and, and that's a solid and the reason i'm gonna go with the radish it's a solid is... vegetable
2: what, what it's, it's a solid vegetable <laughs> it's a solid
1: vegetable <laughs> yeah it's so, nice and firm. Mm-hmm. I'm firm we go with the radish and it's one of those vegetables that not a lot of people like but they don't give it a chance and if you give it a chance it's pretty good it's pretty good so yeah, well, I mean, 10 million people gave this radish a chance. <laughs> yeah. Right. According to the quiz game. Yeah. Right. But how many people Hi, do you John? think bought it just because it was a Mario game? I think probably seven of those <laughs> 10 million, million probably bought it just because right. it was Mario. Right. So, Okay, John, go ahead. No,
2: that's I, I gave my rating. Eight out of ten onions. Oh. oh,
1: so I give it one. I give it an onion. You give it eight onions. Well, eight out of ten <laughs> onions. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. Out of ten possible onions. Yeah, out of ten possible onions, this one gets eight.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. How about uh, we got some listener feedback? Oh yes, I have it pulled up. You do? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Solid. I've got the I've got the uh, voicemails and iTunes reviews also. Sweet. All right, I'm going to run through these on Facebook. I'm going to try to do it quickly. I think there's like uh, almost 30. So, Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, thank you. Thank rep- you, Facebook fans. Yeah. Rapid fire feedback from the D-Patters. Okay. Right. All right, so Kyle Murphy said, it was one of my favorite Mario games on the NES growing up. Nick Stevens, I think he does some kind of podcast, I don't know, on some irrelevant system. But, uh, he does several podcasts on several <laughs> <row>. just, just, <laughs> just kidding Just kidding Nick no, it, Genesis Gems uh, He says uh, great memories This is actually my favorite Mario game on the NES Weird memory the music during boss fights Always kind of creeped me out Reminded me of a horror flick uh, oh, Yeah I can see that And Paul Stevens agreed with Nick on the next comment Joe Koppel uh, Said oh boy In retrospect I think this it's Koppel Copel, sorry, I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah, we've got that wrong every time. <laughs> he even he even actually emailed us a or Facebook messages a recording of him saying his last name because we keep getting it wrong. Joe Copel. So I'm
0: pretty sure it's Copel. Copel, Copel. sorry, Jar, sorry. Copel.
1: Joe. Joe's one of our biggest fans. Uh, oh, He's well, an honorary dude. In fact, yes,
2: right. we like Josh Copel. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: that was a joke. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy, in yes. retrospect this is the weakest of the Mario's but at the time this was a bold move by Nintendo to think I was out of the box I love how each character had different advantages and some levels were easier based on that advantage, plus the main boss is a mouse, a mouse with hip late 80's black Ray-Bans and throwing bombs I missed Bowser but as a kid I remember I loved this change and what I didn't love came ni- come 1990 didn't matter because Mario 3 made up for all of it him, hey, I just want to mention. I, can I, I hate to keep interrupting, but everybody. the um, something we didn't mention during the show is mm-hmm. where did all these bad, where did all these enemies and characters go? I thought the the mouse guy with the shades was awesome. I think he yeah. should have came back to some other Mario game, but we never see any of them. Maybe do we see shy? It guys was a dream. I know, <laughs> but you, the shy guy he's in Mario Kart. So why can't we have Mauser in Mario Kart? Was it what yeah. his name? Mauser. Mauser. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to Ostra? I don't know. Yeah, we could live without Ostro. <laughs> Birdo. Birdo, Birdetta, Birdetta. whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever a, well,
2: Birdo's is. in Mario, play in Mario Kart, right? There is a Birdo in Mario Kart, and
1: he is Birdetta, Ostro. That, that's yeah. who it is. It's yeah, that guy. Girl finally changed her name. Anyway. His name, her yeah, name, buddy. whatever. <laughs> uh, All right. Tim Tim Van Autry says, "I remember seeing an ad in Kmart's weekly ad for Mario Two for." Some much smaller than normal amount. Days later, when we went there with my mom, they said there was no such deal. I felt they were lying, but as an eight-year-old, no one would listen. It was years later that I got Mario 2, and it was a major letdown after having played Mario 3 so much. Mm. Yeah, if he would have got it, <laughs> if he would have got it back when he was supposed to have gotten, he probably would have liked it. Right, that's true. Calm. So
2: you know, negative negative review to Kmart.
1: Mm. Yeah, they get yeah. zero out of ten <laughs> onions.
2: <laughs> this, is they get yeah. <laughs>
1: this is why Kmart lost to Walmart. This was reason. <laughs> right. Breaking 8-year-old. McClure- and times. and this is also why we'll never get a Kmart sponsorship. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right, Kyle McLaurin said so many that continue to today. Memories, I guess. Paul J. Powers said, Birdo, Mauser, warp zones, the princess can hover, potions create doors that lead to a negative world, flying carpets, flying and attacking faces when you pick up a key, memorable music, all this, and so much more. Andy Layton said, Didn't play Mario 2 until I had Mario All-Stars for SNES. Grew to love the game. Not in my top three Mario games, but one that I like to pop in every once in a while. Uh... Nick Stevens said, this is also where I decided I liked Luigi better than Mario. So it didn't help that I was the little brother. Uh I always got Luigi in Super Mario 1. Little brothers get Luigi.
0: It's true. Uh, it's usually what happens.
1: Jake McClanahan said, uh, I got this one late. After 3 came out, actually, I begged and pleaded for it. Got it for my birthday in 1991. I remember playing that bad word out of it. That day with my neighbors. I love this game. Uh, Jesse Benson said this... I'm assuming he didn't actually say bad word." Right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Jesse Benson said this was one of the first games I remember my parents renting for me. I loved it then, I love it now. Steve Nick said that flying princess and floating Luigi though. My neighbor had the game a year prior to my NES ownership, so we got a lot of nothing done as youngins in 88. Ryan Jacksons just said, "Floating Princess." Uh, Eric, concise. Yeah, Eric Epling said, uh, "The first NES I bought with my own uh, first NES game I bought with my own money in fourth grade when it was released. It cost me sixty bucks in '88." And then Clayton South, who's one That's of a our, rich eighth grader. <laughs> yeah, he saved up for eight years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Clayton South, they put a lot of thought into his comment here, so I'm take my time reading this one. Um, I like this game more than Super Mario Bros. on the NES. It captured my attention because it was nothing like Super Mario Bros., whereas Super Mario Bros. was left to right, scrolling, side-scrolling only, with no ability to go left. SMMV2 introduced Freedom of Movement, A World with Doors, a subworld of sorts with the potion bottles in each level, bombs, and a lot of new enemies, many of whom were giving life and history in the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. Mauser, Tri-Clyde, uh, Birdo, Shy Guy. This game was the single act that opened up the Mario universe with the characters we love today. Super Mario Bros. may have been a reskin of Doki Doki Panic, but as a kid, I didn't know that, and it's done more for the Mario universe than the Doki Doki universe. If there even is such a thing. Knowing that it was Knowing that it was a reskin of another game doesn't change the contribution this game made to the Mario universe or lessen my enjoyment. It is a Mario game, and the integration of the characters in the NES lore confirms that Nintendo sees this game for what it is. A really solid Mario title loved by millions. Uh Francisco. Good. He, he brought up
0: a good point that I forgot to mention. It did tie
1: in with a cartoon. Yes. Like perfectly. Yeah. Which was cool. I, I watch that cartoon constantly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So. It's on Netflix, too, by the way. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing after this. Yeah, exactly. Going to work. Going to work. Yep. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. So, Francisco Ruiz said, uh, It was a dream the whole time. Frustrated that I spent so long playing. Playing it for that ending, but definitely a fun game. Pow. Uh, yeah, sh- shout out to we got two feedbacks from Francisco and Paul Powers, so shout out to their show, Retro Rewind Retro Wewind <laughs> Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Alright, and Gabe um, Bang Bang Van Gilder? Gabe Van Gilder? Is that what we're going on? So, okay. Uh, go with whatever you want to go with he may have to send us a message, <laughs> yeah, or a message. His right. pronouncing his name pronouncing his name just
2: like uh, Jim Copel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jim Kappel. Yeah. yeah that guy <laughs> oh poor Joe alright um, so Gabe said I first played this at my cousin's house in Canada like I did Mega Man after playing it they showed me the ropes how to beat Mouser I guess he meant beat Mauser, not beat Mauser. Love the game ever since it's my <laughs> favorite. Oh. Ever, I love the game ever since it, it's my favorite Mario game. It wasn't supposed to be um, the GBA version with the extra Mecha Boss boss and voices is my favorite version. I got it free, I think, with the GBA Advance launch. Can't remember. I remember having to get a extra light attachment just to see the game. LOL, amazing times. Got to get the GBA version on Wii U sometime. I own the original cart for GBA. And then he put up a picture of it. Mm. Nice. Um, Douglas Delecky Jr. This is my favorite of all the eight 16-bit game Mario, uh, Bit Mario games. I love being able to choose who you used, and it had a lot more going on than the original. Ryan Jackson said, retrofitted trophy, I am number four, beat the game four times playing with each character. Douglas Delecty Jr. said, retrofitted trophy, I am the key master, use the key to kill five enemies. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I think Douglas, I may, I may get this wrong, but I think Douglas has a blog, we should plug that, I think it's this guy's retro gaming blog or something, so shout out to that. Cool. And Greg Polander said, uh, This is a really fun and underrated game. What is it with the second game of a classic series being so different from all the other ones? Zelda 2 and Castlevania 2 come to mind. Nintendo made some changes to the Doki Doki Panic feel like a Mario game. We got this for Christmas in 1988 along with Zelda 2. And played both games straight for the next few weeks. First one, and then the other. Until I had finished both. Really good music, and I like how different characters have different abilities. Having said all that, while I like it, I think it's pretty low for me on the Mario scale. Super Mario Brothers 1, 3, and World were all better. And he said, retrofitting... Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Retro's fitted trophy, who needs saying now, B, uh, <laughs> Use the princess for the entire game. Yeah. Uh, shout out to his show, SNES Podcast and but that he also brings up a point how the second in a series always mm-hmm. is a little bit different right. this game kind of parallels super mario brother world or super mario world too also because that's you all of a sudden you're playing as yoshi and you're throwing eggs and mm. it's it's vastly different from super mario world so they kind of paralleled themselves in in the second mm-hmm. on both systems there yeah all right. okay well that's it for the facebook feedback sweet a lot and now i have right. to get a drink of water because i'm parched <laughs> okay take but you, thank you to everybody for take you a drink, drink of water Mr. and uh, uh we got two voicemails both from uh, dude j so okay i will play them sweet this is the first one this is from a long well they're both from a fairly long time ago so here you go dudes dudes
4: dudes Dude, Jay Jorgensen, calling in. I've, uh, I know I've been pretty quiet in the last, I don't know, month and a half, two months or something like that. But the reason being, <laughs> I don't know anything about the games you guys are playing. That, and I keep looking on the uh, two dudes forums and uh, nothing's getting posted in there. I, I feel like I keep going to a ghost town all the time. It's kind of sad. I, I thought I was getting to know so many people on there. And uh, everybody just kind of stopped posting stuff. And so I couldn't, I couldn't even do anything anymore. So I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm kind of alone. I'm really alone. I am so alone. So alone.
2: Uh, I feel like we caught Jay in a vulnerable
1: time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Jay. See, the thing is, Jay, he was he was doing a good job of posting in the forums, mm-hmm. he along with a couple others, but it was like three people. So we kind of stopped doing the forum thing and moved to Facebook group. And the Facebook group is like booming, and there's like tons of people posting on there, and everybody loves doing it. So Jay, I know you may not get on Facebook a lot, and I hate it. I hate it for people who don't like Facebook. But if you go to our Facebook group, it acts kind of like a forum, and there's just there's just tons of stuff going on. Right. there. So mm-hmm. basically, we're saying we miss you, Jay. We miss you, Jay. Come, Come to back. the group. Come to the group. Join the group. I think you're in the group. Just just be active in the group. That's all you got to do. All right, here's another one from Jay from like a month after that. So, <laughs> so it's been a while since we've done calls and recorded shows, so here
4: you go. Dudes, it's Dude Jorgensen calling. Uh, I just listened to your return of Super Mario Brothers episode. I didn't realize that was going on and I'm kind of bummed. So uh, I guess I'm going to share my Super Mario Brothers story even though it's not going to be on the Super Mario Bros. episode, I hope that's cool with you guys, but uh, it's cool. I, got my, <laughs> I got my Nintendo back in, for Christmas, I think of 88, and as soon as we got home, because we did it at my aunt's and I opened it up and it was in there, I was like, I don't even know what this is because I was uh, like three or four years old, and so my dad hooked it up as soon as we got home, and... That first Goomba killed me, twice.
3: (laughs) Twice. (laughs) And then
4: I got the mushroom, and I was pretty excited because I was big. And then I got the fire flower, and for some reason I thought from that point, like the fire flower had nothing to do with fire, and my fingers were too small to touch both buttons. So I figured the fireflower was actually like a uh, like an anti-gravity sort of thing because like the, if you look at where you get the first fireflower, like it's a petal progression to go upward. And so I spent the rest of that first level as high as I could. And I didn't realize for about three or four days that if I pressed the B button, I would shoot fire. And uh, obviously, I was a little too young to start reading the manual. So, yeah, I just thought I'd share that story with you, and you can put it in an episode at some point in time. Talk to you later.
1: Thanks, Jay. Similar story to what we had whenever we were talking about how we were super young and didn't know what we were doing. we got a couple texts, too, that I've not been reading. So here's one from (laughs) 401 Area Code. says, Dudes, love the new episode. Can't wait for the next episode. Did you guys totally abandon Silver Surfer? I understand if you did that game's worse than Deadly Towers. So okay. no, we haven't abandoned it. I think we actually may be trying to schedule that reschedule that lost episode. Uh, text from 586 from back in February. Hey guys, listen to the Super Mario episode and I loved to the little dance trophy because I always did that growing up. So for here for me from me, here's a remix trophy that and uh, it says climb the vine to the bonus world and slowly walk to the right until the moment the vine disappears then turn back left and you can climb again and do the dance hovering in midair so that's cool, have to try that so thank you for that alright, there's the feedback, oh nope, Mm -hmm. iTunes iTunes, we got a bunch of iTunes reviews too so uh, let's start from and if again if I repeat this then I'm sorry if I repeat an old one. So let's see. Let's I'll let John cover these. Start from here John because I think that's basically yeah, they're enough. So
2: Rob 2586 says it's an excellent game by game podcast dedicated to the NES. 5 stars. Thank you Rob. It's a great podcast dedicated to all things NES, Views of funny skits and special guests. Each episode focuses on a single NES game. If I'm a fan of the NES, you can't go wrong subscribing to this show. So thank you, Rob. Uh, good retro show. Three stars from Riker758. But do something about the audio. It's terrible.
1: Uh, we, agree. we agree. We're agree. we working on it, Riker. We're trying.
2: Trying. Uh, I like it. Five stars from Jess the Gangsta. Two Dudes in a NES and Tap Dog are the best retro gaming podcast as the (laughs) lord as the lord of darkness i prefer to be less clean
1: tap dog huh it's tadpog (laughs) tadpog that's cool tap dog we're gonna start calling it tap dog now
2: sounds good to me great podcast for nes fans five stars from john e baylor if you enjoyed all those hours you spent on the couch or on the floor playing games like final fantasy and super mario brothers you'll have a great time listening to these dudes they also have some interesting interviews
1: and John apparently is the author of "Death, delth, de- delth. <laughs>
0: Death Dealt by the
1: Hand." No, "Death de- Dealt de- the
0: Hand." Sorry, sorry, "Death Dealt the Hand." I don't, I haven't looked that up yet, so
1: can't what comment. The, it's a
0: book, sounds, I guess. Yeah, sounds it's like book. a book.
2: Um, one of the best retro podcasts out there. Five stars from Joshua Witt. The two dudes make going back to the land of Nintendo an entertaining trip. Seriously, this is one of the best podcasts out there. Whether you're driving at work or taking a car. All, two dudes <laughs> help pass the time and it's a blast glad we could get Carl's name out there I like how he he, uh,
1: he puts uh, uh, he put pa- a- pass in quotation yeah, marks yeah he puts pass in quotation marks so
2: <laughs> solid jokes from Joshua Witt um I went to Blockbuster and found this mysterious podcast box five stars from Lurmpy this show makes you die a lot but their are infinite continues would rent again
1: nice alright
2: Lurmpy we're gonna hit you up for money <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you've got a few late
1: fees and some uh, some back rental fees, <laughs> and you didn't rewind the podcast the last time you. Were attended, so <laughs> Okay, so shout outs again, retro junkies. Go check them out. John, you got anything else you want to say?
0: Thanks for having me on. Sweet. I appreciate it. Uh, you're it's more always than welcome. A fun time.
1: More than welcome anytime, and I really like this dynamic of having somebody in the room with me. feels good. If we can ever get Justin to move closer, maybe we can do this live all the time. Yeah, okay, so show news, if you're not hearing this right now, then you have the wrong feed. (laughs) Because we're no longer posting episodes on Podomatic, so if you're using Podomatic, you don't hear this right now. Or you don't have a computer. Yeah, yeah. so so there's that. If you do have Podomatic, then instead of this, you're hearing a message from Justin saying, hey, you're not going to get any more episodes until you change your feed. So, there you go. Also, I just wanted to mention our Patreon campaign. It's a way for us to do some really cool stuff with the show, as well as cover our costs of bandwidth and And, whatnot. And audio. And audio upgrades and stuff. So the Patreon basically is a way for you to support the show. You can uh, go on patreon.com slash NESdudes, and you can donate... A certain amount monthly you, I think you can go as low as a nickel a month so if you think we're worth a nickel a month give us a nickel a month if you think we're worth a nickel an episode then maybe round that up to like because we do three or four maybe 20 cents a month something like that if you feel like we're worth more than that then give us more than that you get certain rewards for certain tiers like you can pick the next game we do or if you want to pay us a ton of money a month you can come on the show like for a whole season there's some <laughs> there's different there's different rewards and there's also different goals there's a couple really cool goals that we want to reach like, um, if we get cert- if we get up to, I can't remember how much I put on there, but if we get up to a certain amount a month, then we're going to actually try to take that money, get the game, buy the game for the show, and then give that game out each show. If we can get up to enough to where we can afford, c- that. afford to do that, then we will. I will go get the game, and then I will give it out on the show. And then also, we would really love to do a NES-centric retro junk box where we fill a box full of NES stuff. And send it through a list of people, and you can just take out what you want from the retro junk box, fill it back up, and send it on to the next person. All Nintendo slash NES stuff. I think that would be really cool. And if we get a certain amount of money, then we can fill the initial box up with some really cool stuff and then send it on. So we'll try to do that too. But as far as the show goes, whether or not you donate on Patreon is not going to affect the show. We're just going to continue on like we are. There's not going to be any. I know some people do special bonus episodes and stuff only for their Patreon people, but we're not going to do anything like that. So we're just going to continue putting the show out. Um, But we have actually already got some people donating, and it's afforded us the ability to no longer take on sponsors, so you won't hear any more sponsors on the show other than the one that we're about to play right now because he actually paid us, or he actually donated enough... He actually donated enough to us to, for, for where, I sa- where I said we're going to give you a spot on the show for to promote your stuff because that was one of our go- our rewards for people. So here is a quick promo for the Hunnic Outcast podcast. He's actually a dude, outcast dude. Um, so thank you, Outcast Dude. We're going to play your promo right here. We find here along with Wyatt Jones, the puce Gargantua. And we are Wild Stallions. No, we're Hanagalcasts. We're going to cover everything from kaiju to comics to TV to video games. You name it, we'll cover it. And you never know where we're going to be. Right now, we're on Facebook.com. We're on Spreaker, iTunes, Twitter, TuneIn Radio. We're also partnered with the GeekCast Radio Network. We're everywhere, man. We're even in your breakfast cereals. In fact, this call is coming from inside your house. Yeah. So check us out. All one word, Hunnic Outcast. And we have brand new artwork thanks to Renee Batista. Finally, a podcast that will never be questioned. Ever. So, that's the Patreon. Uh, it's cool. It helps us and it'll ev- eventually help the general d patter population because we're going to do some cool stuff with it if we can if we can get up there. So, Justin, tell them where they can find us perhaps. Well, you can find us on many social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Obviously, you can go to our webpage, nesdudes.com, twodudesinanest.com, or nestdudes.com. And, of course, you can always call us or send us a text message to the number, Michael? Uh, 775-773-8761, or as I like to call it, 775 775- 7 Retro 1. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. All right, and well, of again, course, John. iTunes, yep. Stitcher. iTunes and Stitcher. Send us an iTunes right. review and we will read it on air. If you make it really funny, then that's cool. If you want to throw in the name of your show or something, then say, hey, these dudes are awesome. Super five star. Also, I do a show called Blank. So I'm
0: okay with that. Right. I don't know if you're okay oh, with man, that, blank,
2: Blank's one of my favorite shows. It's a good show. <laughs> blank
1: is one of the best shows. It's a great, it's a great podcast. <laughs> All right. So here comes the tunage, bleeps and bloops for next week's game. Thanks again, John. Thanks for having me on. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yes. Yeah. Awesome.